0: Hey friends, Ashley Souza here. I spent years working in dental offices, wishing I had a friend to guide me. So I'm here now via the Practice Ally podcast to guide you on your journey in dental management. Hey friends, it's Ashley. I'm going to go ahead and go over in this episode some common barriers to treatment plan acceptance. I just want to preface this episode by saying, of course there's some legitimate reasons for patients not to accept treatment. And of course, we don't want to be sneaky in any ways. And I want to make sure that you know that is not what I am preaching. I genuinely believe that patients have a lot of anxiety. And it's really our job to make sure that we're helping them alleviate that. Here's some ways that I go about that. Treatment coordinators, this one's for you. I am so excited to share my knowledge with you today on how to overcome common patient barriers. I used to beat myself up when I couldn't get a patient to accept treatment. It wasn't before my colleague gave me a treatment tracker that I was able to identify the common barriers, and figure out the best ways to overcome them. Does this work 100% of the time? No, but it does work 75% of the time. And, oh, I know I mentioned my handy treatment tracker. Don't you worry because I added one just for you in the show notes. Or you can grab it at ashleysuza.com backslash coaching. Okay, so barrier number one is I need to talk to my spouse. So I totally can relate to this one because if my husband Andrew came home and said, I have a $2,500 treatment plan at the dentist, I would say, no way, we don't have $2,500. Or how are we going to pay for that? You know, if it's something that I really believed that he needed, but that being said i don't i wasn't there right so it's really really hard for the husband to convince or the wife to convince the spouse so that being said the way that i like to overcome this one is with making sure that the patient knows all of their options so basically what i do is i say well you know if I if I were in your shoes, what I would do is I would go ahead and see if I qualify for this financing plan. Maybe um, I can see how much it would be monthly, and that way I can present that to my wife. Just making sure that you have a strategic plan that can fit into their budget that he can bring his wife, so he's or she can bring her husband. Like they can come to them with a solution, a financial solution. So. In this situation, I mean, we utilize Care Credit a lot. So, in this situation, um, I would sometimes encourage the patient to go ahead and apply for that third party financing. Now, if they get approved, and if usually in my experience, if they get approved, we'll go over like the monthly options, which I even go over them with them ahead of time to see if they can. Fit them into their budget like the care credit calculator is my very best friend um and then if they can fit that into their budget and then they do get approved then they kind of know what they're talking to their spouse about and a lot of times after they get approved and they see what the monthly payment is they're like okay well Maybe I don't have to talk to my wife about $150 a month or maybe, you know, we're on the same pages. That's okay. Or maybe he was just talking to his wife or she was, I mean, she was, he was saying he was going to talk to his wife and she was saying she was going to talk to her husband just because they felt a little uncomfortable with that big $2,500 number and they wanted a way to get out of there. But you've made it a little bit better by showing them that they can break it down monthly doing this has saved me a ton of work um following up with patients having to call spouses um but you know a lot of patients usually when they're approved they're committed so they're going to come in and get that treatment done. And some will even call or text their wife right then and there and go ahead and move forward with the treatment the same day. Okay, so the second barrier I'm going to go over is a common one. A patient wants to focus on a certain area. Now, this really is doctor specific, so if it's the doctor, it's up to their discretion if they're gonna do a full mouth exam Although, all the doctors that I've worked with have felt passionate that there it is their responsibility to tell the patient what is going on in their mouth. So, if this is this your office and a patient is still coming in um, once they're going over their finances and saying that they only want to focus on one tooth, the best way to overcome that is to understand first and foremost that a lot of times the patient is doing that because they a are not bought into the treatment plan which is something that you need to discuss with the doctor or b they're a little bit worried about how it's how much it's going to cost and that is your job so if they're worried about how much it's going to cost we can eat we can a alleviate that anxiety or b maybe they genuinely can't afford it right so when the patient is pretty adamant that they only want to focus on one tooth I I always try to advocate for that patient and make sure that they know that I'm on their side. So I go ahead and give them a full breakdown of what that one tooth is going to cost them. Usually, you know, it's an extraction, maybe $250 or so. But I also have set aside a printed up version of their whole treatment plan. And like I told you On my earlier tip, I really love to utilize the care credit calculator. So I go ahead and type that in and print that out as well to show them how much it would be monthly. So sometimes I help overcome that barrier with this. I say, okay, Mr. Smith, that one tooth is gonna cost you $250 to extract today. We can go ahead and do that. I know you said you weren't interested In your full treatment plan but I wanted to print it out for you and I just wanted to show you that we could do that for about a hundred dollars a month if you wanted to move forward with your whole treatment plan or if you had a change of heart but it's all right here for you sometimes patients are like wait two hundred and fifty dollars or a hundred dollars a month and I know that that's a it's a it's a monthly commitment versus a one-time commitment but you know, it just it alleviates some of that anxiety and it allows patients to open their eyes and clearly see, oh, this is affordable for me. I'm not buying the doctor a yacht, um, which they commonly so often think. Okay, so the third barrier I'm going to go over with you before I give you a little bonus is I don't have enough time. So sometimes patients will say, I need to go home and check my calendar or... Um, I gotta. I need to get my work schedule, that's a common one and I'm sure most of you know how to overcome this one but just in case um, it's one that you've experienced a lot and maybe haven't had great success with or maybe want a different way of saying it, I'm going to go ahead and just review that one with you now. Um, so basically what I do when a patient says that is I take control of the conversation and I say great absolutely you can go home and check your calendar because I really when they say that I really am feeling like they're trying to throw me off because who has a calendar these days we all have electronic devices that carry around our calendars and I know that some of the older patients may have a calendar at home but most of us have one in our hands Um, they might just be trying to get out of there or they might just really not want to book an appointment, which is fine, but I try to take control of the conversation because I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely believe that it's our responsibility to hold patients accountable for their dental treatment. So I feel like we're the physical trainers of the mouth, right? Like everybody wants to be healthy, but no one wants to do the work. And that's why people come to the dentist. That's why they go to the doctor. That's why they go work out or go on a diet, see a nutritionist, right? But it's really, really hard. And so it's our job to hold them accountable. So what I say is, okay, Mrs. Smith, that's no problem. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and put you on the books for a week from now. And when you get home and check your calendar, you can call me and, and let me know if that time doesn't work for you. Like I said, this is not going to work 100% of the time, but it does work 75% of the time. So Mrs. Smith usually will go ahead and book that appointment, and then it will be our job at confirmation time to make sure that she shows up, but it's one baby step at a time. Okay, so I promise you a little bonus tip, and that is to use assumptive language. So when you're talking to a patient and trying to overcome barriers, use the terms we and us and let's and are. So basically, like you're on the patient's side. My favorite saying is, let's go ahead and do this. Why don't we go ahead and do that? Let's just go ahead and try. Let's go ahead and call your wife. Let's go ahead and book an appointment. Let's go ahead and see what the doctor's availability is. Let's go ahead and see what a monthly payment is. That way, it seems very less intimidating for the patient because they genuinely, genuinely feel like you are on their side. I find that using inclusive and assumptive language really, really helps, especially um, a lot better than leaving it open-ended. Do you want to book an appointment? Do you want to see what the doctor has available? Do you want to call your wife? Those really, really leave you open for a no, so you're more likely to get a good result when you use that inclusive and assumptive language. Okay, friends. Well, that's it for today. I hope I helped you at least just a little bit. And if you wouldn't mind, I could use some help too. I have been You know, a little timid, I'll say, in asking for my Apple podcast reviews. If you're listening to this podcast and you could just go over to the Apple place where the podcasts are and give me a five-star review, that would be really, really helpful to me. Also, don't forget that there's a freebie tracker that goes along with this episode, and you can find that on my website at www.ashleysouza.com backslash coaching and everything there is free and it's because we're friends and I want you to have all of the resources possible to make your job just a little bit easier. Okay, until next time.